0: Welcome back to the Airdal Podcast. I am your host, per usual, Lucas Shu. Today we're talking about picks per usual. Next week we're going to try getting on a guest for uh, Thursday Night Football Talk. I'm not sure if we're going to be able to get one again, but we're going to try. Obviously, uh, we're going to try, but this off season, I have a couple ideas planned for guests. I'm not sure how they're going to be executed yet, but they're at least going to be tried. But anyways, we're going to dive right into it. Last week's record, I went 9-5. and That brings my overall record to 95-52-1. 95-52-1. I was going to dive right into it right away. The Cardinals are playing the Seahawks tonight. I'm recording this on Thursday. They're playing the Seahawks tonight in Seattle. Uh, of course, Seattle took another ugly, ugly loss again. I mean, The Seahawks were rolling for a while there. They are just dominating everybody they played against. They were just... Russell Wilson was throwing all over the field. He was the MVP candidate. Just dominating everybody. Then he struggled against Buffalo. Then they faced uh, the Rams this past week. They struggled again. The whole defense for the Rams did really good the whole time. And they just forced Russell Wilson to struggle a lot. And it looked like the Russell Wilson... It looked like Russell Wilson that we first saw earlier in his career where he had these games of just magic and then he'd have games where it's just what are you doing out here you're doing too much and it feels like these two games recently against the Bills and against the Rams it feels like that caught up with him he's struggling he's doing too much he's hanging in the pocket for too long and just caused him to throw interceptions after interception and it 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 sucks for Seahawks fans it sucks for Wilson but it's the reality of things. He's struggling. Do I think he's going to continue struggling for this season? No, he's Russell Wilson. He's one of the best QBs in the NFL right now. And he's an incredible player. Do I think he's going to be MVP candidate again? They could think he is? Possibly. But it's going to be time to tell. And they don't have an easy matchup as they play the Cardinals. Arizona obviously played in one of the best games of the season. As they barely beat the Buffalo Bills in what was one of the most exciting games of the year. If you didn't see it, Josh Allen was struggling for most of the game. It looked like he was trying to throw the ball to the the Cardinals defense for a while there. And he finally did. And then the Cardinals scored. And late in the game, the Bills were down for leading the entire game pretty much. Josh Allen was struggling. And he finally hits Stephon Diggs in the corner of the end zone. A beautiful just bullet to the end zone and a beautiful throw. Hits Stephon Diggs. The... Bills take the lead in the game, kick the field goal, kick the field goal, kick the extra point attempt. Give the ball back to the Cardinals with very little time left. The Cardinals get around 50 yard line ish. Kyler Murray, the Hail Mary. Kyler Murray rolls out to his left, looking down the field. Does he is one up to DeAndre Hopkins, who's the, one of the only Cardinals in the end zone? Three Bills players surround him. He goes up, gets the ball, brings it down, and the Cardinals win on a Hail Mary from Kyler Murray to DeAndre Hopkins. It was one of the greatest plays I've ever seen. Now, And Kyler Murray didn't do anything, really. He got it in the vicinity of DeAndre Hopkins, which is what you're supposed to do with a QB in Hail Mary situations. You really aren't doing anything. You're not making a great throw. You're just getting it to the guy. And DeAndre Hopkins just went up, took it out of the air, and got the, got the touchdown. There was nothing wrong the Bills did there either, surprisingly. it was They surrounded him. They all were near him. They all got a hand up and timed it well. And they all just, they started on each side. You got one guy in on the side. You got one guy behind him. You got one guy in front of him. They did a great job in coverage. And it just hit DeAndre Popkin perfectly. And he somehow pulled it down. With three guys smothered all over him. He somehow got it up, timed it perfectly, and bring it down. It was incredible. And it amazes me how he, he was able to pull this off. But everything's really DeAndre Hopkins is like this really tall receiver where he's like 6'4. He's a really big dude because that's how he, that's how he gets these, all these jump balls. He has great hands and he can jump and he's really tall and big. That's how he wins these. He's 6'1, which is he's, he's tall in terms of general, but NFL, that's not that tall. 6'1 is not that tall, especially in terms of receivers. 6'4 is like a really tall guy. But he's 6'1. That's insane that he's able to do all these things while being 6'1. He must just time the ball perfectly anytime it gets to him. There's still the many reasons I can think of that in his incredible hands. But that has to be the main reason. He's so, so, so talented. He's not going to run by you. He's not the supreme athlete. But he has everything else just down to a science the timing of his jumps, the hands, the. Nuanced, not route running per se, but just knowing how to get open without being this explosive guy. And it's just incredible to watch, and kudos to him. This game is just going to be an interesting one, though. I really could see either team winning it in what is one of the most competitive divisions in the NFL right now. I think that I talked about this on the last week's episode of the podcast, I was my picks, and there were so many picks that influenced the NFC West. And right now, like I said, a possibility could happen. Last week's episode, I said this. There is a possibility for a three-way tie in the NFC South or the NFC South, NFC West, excuse me. And right now, it's true. Arizona six and three, the Rams are six and three, and Seattle's six and three. Obviously, the vision records is different, but everything else is just crazy. It's crazy. will be six and three right now in the NFC West. It's nuts, and if the Seattle wants to get back in this, if they want to claim the NFC South, NFC South—I don't like you saying South NFC West title—they're going to need to be Arizona here. There's no other way around it. It's got to be it's now or never because this is the last game. This not or never, but it's the last game that Seattle plays against Arizona. And if Arizona is able to pull this off, win against Seattle and go 7 and 3, we'll see if 6 and 4. Seattle's going to be in an interesting spot. They started off scorching hot to start the year. They won 5 games in a row. They went 6 and 1 for the first 7 games. And now they lost 2 games in a row to the Bills and the Rams. They lost their f- in the last 4 games they lost 3 out of 4. They lost to the Cardinals the first time, lost to the Bills and lost to the Rams. They beat the 49ers. Now they're facing the Cardinals again on Thursday night and this is going to be a situation where they need to win this game. They have two divisional games left after this one and it's the Rams in week 16 and the 49ers in week 17. Rams are not an easy team to beat. They are playing really well especially on defense. That defense is locked in and they are playing great. They're not allowing anything above them and anything below them it is still hard to complete. Plus, the guy Aaron Donald, who is the best pass rusher in the NFL, who is going to be in front of you more times than not. It's going to be a tough situation for Seattle here. They started off red hot, but now they're looking up at the Cardinals and the Rams. And thankfully for Seattle, they have an easy schedule after this. They got the Eagles. They got the Giants. They got Jets. They got Washington. So they got four games that they could just rattle off. So they could go 6-4 and four against the Cardinals, which is realistic. And then end up 10 and 4 heading into week 16 and 17, which is a, more, than an easy, more than a real possibility. But if they want to make things really easy enough, they got to win this game. The crappy thing for Arizona is they don't have an easy schedule. They actually play Seattle, say they go 7 and 3. Then they have to play against the Patriots, the Rams, both tough teams. Patriots looking a lot better, and the offense is looking a lot better. Rams were a really tough team. They had the Giants and the Eagles are so two easier to games, but then they finished up the season with the 49ers and Rams. So they're facing three tough games in the Patriots, Rams, and Rams again. It's going to be a really interesting game. I think it's one of the most interesting games of the slate of the entire this week. It impacts the game, it impacts the whole season and playoff and standings so much. I'm going to go with the Cardinals to win this game, but I think it's going to be really, really, really close. It's going to be really interesting to see who's going to be able to pull this off because it's going to influence the MC West so much. Next up, we get the Falcons versus the Saints. Saints right now are seven and two. They've looked a lot better as of recent. Meanwhile, the Falcons are three and six, and have been struggling. Saints have won their past one, two, three, four, five, six games. They started off one and th- one and two, and now they've just rattled off games they haven't lost since week three against Green Bay. They've beaten the Lions, the Chargers, the Panthers, Bears, Buccaneers. Stop the Buccaneers. Every other game though has been really close pretty much. They lost they beat the Lions 35-29, so six point six-point differential beat the Chargers by 3 beat the Panthers by 3 beat the Bears by 3 they stomped the Buccaneers and they beat the 49ers pretty handily by 14 but those Bears, Panthers and Chargers games are really close that is not a big point differential 3-3-3 and they beat the Lions by 6 that's really close for a team who is like the Saints and now you have Drew Brees who's possibly hurt. I haven't heard What's going on with him yet. I'm going to look it up right now. But Drew Brees, honestly, pl- kept playing the game for a little bit. Even though he got hurt. And then eventually they pulled him out and replaced him with Janus Winston. And Jameson believes is going to be starting this week. I'm not sure how long Drew Brees is going to be out for, though. But at the bare minimum, James is going to be in this game. The interesting thing here is... How... Because James Winston play in this system. Because last season, they obviously had Teddy Bridgewater come in for Drew Brees. And it was a more comfortable change for the Saints and Saints offense because Teddy Bridgewater is like Drew Brees light. He plays the exact same way. It's accuracy more than arm strength. And it's just precision and reading the defense and hitting guys underneath rather than going downfield and pure arm talent. So it was an easy transition for the Saints last year. And you got Jameis Winston coming in, who is essentially the exact opposite of Drew Brees. He's a guy who wants to stretch a field. He wants to throw it deep. He wants to create big plays, and he's willing to risk it, even if interception is possible. That's the kind of guy he is. And it's going to depend on... This game's going to depend on... Can Jameis reel himself in a little bit and play decent football? Because the Saints have still have a great defense, and they still have nice pieces in the offense it's going to depend on Jameis the Falcons team is still good, they have a good good offense they got Julio, they got Matt Ryan out there they got all these nice pieces out there but it's going to come down to can Jameis Winston control himself and play good football I'm going to say kind of yes he's not going to be great obviously but I'm going to say he's going to to do a good enough job to win the game for the Falcons and I'm going to pick the Saints over the Falcons in this game in New Orleans Colts versus the Green Bay Packers. I wrote a recent article in the Green Bay Packers over at Fan Cited. Uh The Packers offense has turned into a powerhouse, I think. They look really, really good. They're the second-best EPA per play in the NFL right now. And they're just mowing teams down. They're 7-2 and two now. They've had some games where they struggled. They struggled against the Buccaneers. They struggled against the Vikings. The rattled left two wins against the 49ers uh, two weeks ago and then last week against the Jaguars. That Jaguars game was way too close for me. It was just an ugly, ugly game. Devonta Adams had a few drops. Rodgers had a, a really uncharacteristic interception. Yes, there's a lot of wind in that game, but it was just a, not a pretty game for the Packers. No other way around it. Meanwhile, we got the Colts, who just haven't been talked about in general, really. Yet they lead, or do they lead it, or they're tied for it? they get tied in the AFC South. They're one and one in the division. The Titans are two and one, but the Colts are doing okay actually. They started off the season pretty good. They started off three and one in the first four weeks. Uh, they kind of struggled a little bit here and there. They had a close game against the Bengals. They lost to the Browns, lost to the Ravens, but they've looked good. They looked good against the Titans. They handled the Titans really well. Good against the Lions a couple weeks ago. And the Lions really well. Granted, it's the Lions, but the Colts have a really nice defense, I think. They have a really nice roster overall. And I'm going to pick the Packers to beat the Colts in this game, but I think it's going to be a close game here. I think it's going to be a really fun game to watch between a great Packers offense and a really, and good Colts defense. Bengals versus Washington. This game is just. It's, it's going to be. This game is going to decide who picks where more than it's going to decide anything else. It's going to decide what team is going to be picking where in the NFL draft. Obviously, Washington has struggled this year, like they did last year. They are two and seven. They are within striking range of the NFC East, and they could also get a top five pick in the NFL draft. Somehow, all those things are true. They're two and seven. The Cowboys are two and seven. The Giants are three and seven, and the Eagles are three five and one. It's such a weird just a weird division. The Eagles are playing the Browns, which could the Browns could easily defeat the Eagles. And the Giants are playing are they playing anybody this week. They might not be playing anybody this week, which makes things interesting. They are not. They have a bye week. And then Dallas is playing Where's Dallas playing? Vikings. It could easily beat them too, so Washington could theoretically jump up to the Giants spot and be within Strikeman into the Eagles. It's just such a weird division. Uh, I there's not really a lot to say. Dan Jones looked nice the last time they played. He looked like weirdly athletic. He's he's athletic. And I'm not saying he's not athletic but he, they were running plays for him that were designed for, like, QBs to run the ball, like Cam Newton, Lamar. It was, like, legit QB power where they're just pulling guards and, like, letting him run. And it worked. And I think this was Daniel Jones' second win, either second or first win against a non-Washington football team team. He won the f- only two games Washington's won, the, or only two games New York has won this year are against Washington. They beat them in Week 6, 20 to 19 and then they beat them in week 9 23 to 20 and now they won against the Eagles obviously 27 to 17 it's just a really weird team <laughs> I don't know what to say about them they're just a, a weird roster and actually they're facing against the Bengals who have been up and down this year looked decent at times they have struggled against the Steelers which did not shock me at all they have zero offensive line and they just got mauled by one of the best differences in the NFL they absolutely just stomped 10:36, and they've struggled a lot but then they have like, these flashes of like okay that's pretty good like they had they looked decent against a brown especially in offense somehow they beat the titans somehow and it's just a, a weird team i'm gonna take cincinnati in this game over washington in what is one of the weirder games one of the more interesting games of the week i say Patriots versus the Texans Texans faced off against the Browns last week in what was a really just good defensive game by both teams essentially I mean both teams played really 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 nice on defense and it was just a really low scoring game they lost 7-10 to to the Browns and it was just a weird game to watch yeah, I mean there's no other way to put it, it was just a weird game and now they're facing against a Patriots team who has looked better and better and better and better in recent weeks. Their offense is starting to get going. Can't even be more comfortable in this offense. And they're they're moving. They're moving the ball. They're scoring. And they're looking a lot better. I'm going to take New England in this game. And I'm comfortable saying that. There's been times in this season where New England has worried me at times. And I haven't been confident in saying I'll oh, do England or even I've been... Pretty confident in the other direction. Like, oh, they're going to beat New England. Like It was just... It's not the traditional New England Patriots roster and team that has been appearing before us. Like It's just a weird team. They've lost to the 49ers. They lost to the Broncos in that really weird game. The Chiefs stomped them, but... Chiefs do this to everybody. They had the really, really, really close game against the Jets where they won by three on a last-second field goal. But they're starting to look better... They beat the Ravens in a weird game but this offense is starting to look a lot better. I'm gonna take the Patriots over the Texans in this game in which it would be a decent win for the Patriots. Eagles versus the Browns. I mean, we talked about the Eagles a second ago how weird this NFC East is as they say at the top at 3-5-1 but there's been times where they've just looked horrible. Just absolutely horrendous. And I really don't get it at times. The Giants, they struggled against Rams, beaten pretty handily. But they lost to Washington in the first game of the season. And it's just a really weird season for the Eos. Where they look decent at times, they look bad at times. Look, like, they just look more bad than they have good, but it's just a weird year. And now they're facing the against Cleveland, who is. They look better than they did last season. But they're not there yet. I don't think they're not at the spot they want to be at. Baker Mayfield struggled a little bit at times. He looked good against certain teams, being that they are the teams they are, being the Cowboys and the Bengals, who allow Embry to score on them. But they also beat the, the Colts, and it's just it's another weird team. They couldn't score anything on the Raiders. It's a wind. It's really really windy game, but they scored six points on them. Again, really winning the game, but still. And they only scored just, it's just a really weird season. They struggled against the Ravens in the first week, but then there's like times they Baker baking me for looks really nice. it's just a weird, two weird teams playing against each other. I'm going to take the Browns in the battle of the weird game over the Eagles, but being that both these teams are just, I don't understand them. <laughs> I could see the Eagles playing out the win here. Lions versus the Panthers I was, I thought the Lions were gonna be a better team this year they're four and five so it's not terrible but I thought they'd be a much better team they managed to beat Washington this past week but they got stomped by Indianapolis they lost the, the Vikings they barely beat the Falcons by a point it's just a really weird not really weird but just a a struggling team they lost Kenny Galladay for a while the one thing that I liked about this team is that they're starting to expand their defense a little more starting to get a little more creative instead of just going instead of being really basic and doing the same thing over and over again not disguising anything ever they're actually doing things that are beneficial to this team They're disguising stuff and they're being creative and I really like it from the Lions perspective Panthers on the other hand they're three and seven, but I think they're better than their record is. They have looked good at times, actually. Uh Teddy Bridgewater has looked a lot better than in, in recent weeks. And it's just looking a lot better for things in Carolina. I'm gonna take the Panthers in this game, and I think they're going they could be able to beat they're gonna they have a good shot at beating the Lions here pretty handily. I think they're a really nice roster, and I think they have a good shot of beating the Lions titans versus the ravens the ravens they're such a weird team because last season we had them as they were this unstoppable offense lamar jackson could not be stopped he's mvp he's playing out of his mind patrick mahomes is the new challenger all this stuff and this ravens offense has started to slow down a little bit this year simple as that they lost uh hayden hurst they got rid of uh, him they, they nick boyle got hurt and the receivers this year are now forced into the spotlight and they are not playing well in the spotlight they're struggling to get open marquise brown is not the number one guy uh willie Snee can't do much of course they drafted Devin duvernay he's not doing much it's just of oh, they need an extra weapon out there they need a, a legit weapon out there besides mark andrews Mark andrews is a great tight end uh, i love him i think he's a really really good tight end but they need a new tight they need a new weapon out there somewhere on that offense. And I think they need a receiver. In this draft, they need to draft a receiver or sign in a receiver. They need somebody who can get open. And it the fact that nobody can get open hurt them a lot. On the other side of things, you have the Tennessee Titans. Ryan Tannehill is playing out of his mind again this year. I'm really happy for him. He's playing so well. And it's really nice to see Tannehill doing good. But this team has still struggled. At times at least. The times where they just looked ugly. And that's... I'm going to put it this way. They started off red hot. Kind of. They won a bunch of games. But not by a lot. So the Titans won their first five games. Against the Broncos, the Jaguars, the Vikings, the Bills, and the Texans. But they were extremely close. The Broncos won by they beat the Broncos by 2, 16 to 14. They beat the Jaguars by 3, 33 to 30. They beat the Vikings by 1, 31 to 30. They beat the Bills pretty handily, 42 to 16. And then they beat the Texans 36 to 42. So by 6. And then after that, they've struggled a lot. They lost to the uh they lost to the Steelers by 3, but it was a game where the Steelers had it in hand and ben, Big Ben just threw a bad pick and led the Titans back in the game. Lost to the Bengals by 11, beat the Bears by 7, and then lost to the Colts by 17. So they've slowed down a lot. they lost their past 3 out of 4 games and they're struggling and I think they're going to keep struggling in this game and I think the Ravens are going to be able to beat them. The Ravens beat the Titans in this game in Baltimore. Got the Jets facing the Chargers again this game, they're this game I'm not nothing to talk about. There's just certain games and certain situations where it's just gonna be ugly, ugly, ugly. It's one of them. The Chargers have struggled a lot this season. They're not looking the best, they're two and seven, but who's ever behind that offensive line and who's ever thrown to those receivers and whoever's the QB in general, they're gonna get mauled. This Chargers game is way too good and they have way too many pieces to deal with. It's gonna be an ugly, ugly game for who's ever behind their Chargers win here fairly easily. Dolphins versus the Broncos. Drew Locke has struggled mightily and I think last week may have been the straw that broke the camels back. Heading into this year, a lot of Broncos fans were excited about him. I talked to Cam earlier this year to the Cam editors. a great talk we had. And a lot of Broncos fans were excited about Drew Locke and the prospects he had. He had nice flashes last year where he looked decent. And I was kind of like, okay, let's give him a shot, see what he does. And he struggled. A lot. He has not looked good for most of the season. And then this past week, he struggled a lot. As they lost 37-12 to to the Oakland Raiders. Excuse me, Las Vegas Raiders now. And I think Broncos fans are like, okay, we need a new guy. And I think they're right. I mean Drew Locke got hurt this week too, so he's not even gonna be playing this week, I don't think. And it's it's the end of the road, I think, for Drew Locke. And I think he's going to be a backup somewhere, or he's gonna be uh a, a rebuilding project somewhere, he's gonna be a reclamation project. i meant to say somebody's gonna try fixing him, or he's gonna be bench somewhere. I really don't think he's gonna be lasting up for the season, and it sucks to save Drew Locke, but that's the reality. And even if he was playing this week, I think he would get even uglier. Playing against Brian Flores' defense right now, who is on fire, playing with incredible ability, dominating I everything mean, the face against, just playing great defense overall. And did it wouldn't just stop their luck if they had him out there. It'd get ugly. It would get really ugly. He'd probably end up getting benched. So if he is hurt, everything's going to matter. Dolphins win here against the Broncos. Cowboys versus the Vikings. The Vikings are red hot. Absolutely red hot. I i don't know where it came from. They started off terrible at the start of the year. They were just struggling, struggling, struggling. They got a. At the Packers put up 43 in them. They scored 11 only against the Colts. They had, the, they had a close game with the Titans. I'll give them that. But they just struggled a lot. And then the past couple of weeks, they started turning around. They beat Green Bay, actually. They beat the Lions. They beat the Bears. So three divisional games, they all beat every single one of them and they've looked really good. Justin Jefferson has looked amazing, the running game, with Delvin Cook amazing. Their offense is clicking on all cylinders and I think they're going to continue it here. They're playing against the Dallas Cowboys, a Cowboys defense who struggled for much every single game of their existence this year, minus the Steelers game which made no sense to me at all, but they've been struggling a lot. And I think this is the week where they continue that on. I think they easily beat the Vikings, the Cowboys here, and yeah, against this this Vikings offense was red hot is going to be the Cowboys, no doubt about it. Uh, Kansas City Chiefs playing against the Las Vegas Raiders. This is the second time these teams have met. The first time the Raiders handed the Chiefs their first loss of the season, forty to thirty-two. Raiders put a lot of points on the Chiefs. I think that was the most. The Chiefs have given up all season. Yes, it is. And it surprised me because the Chiefs have a decent defense and they give up a lot over top, but they give up a lot of big-time yards to the Raiders. And they weren't able to match them, which surprised me. The Raiders have a terrible defense. Nobody can do anything. And they ended up losing to them. This week, though, I think the, the flips, the script flips, excuse me, the script flips, Chiefs win this game I think very handily I think they come out they they figure out the Raiders game plan and they just stomp them they just have nobody on defense and the Raiders probably just get stomped over because the Chiefs have a powerful offense Rams versus the Buccaneers the Rams handed the Seahawks a whooping last week it was a really nice game by Los Angeles they just absolutely dominated the Seahawks and stifled Russell Wilson no other way to put it. They look really, really good. And coming back to the Cardinals and Seahawks games, this game matters a lot to the division too. Obviously, the Rams, Rams are playing different divisions, but it still matters a ton because they're all tied to a 6-3 record in the NFC West. And after this game, obviously, they the Buccaneers. Then they get the 49ers, the Cardinals, the Patriots, the Seahawks, and the Cardinals again. So they're playing four divisional games, in their last six games. And outside of the divisional games. They're playing the Patriots. Who are a tough team as well. They're going to w- easily beat the Jets. They're just going like, to stop them. But otherwise. It's going to be an easy win here. For the Rams. That, uh, it's, it's, uh, not easy. It's going to be tough. Excuse me. For the Rams. Seahawks are still no slouches. The Cardinals are a, t- a tough team. The 49ers can do something. And the Buccaneers to play against. Who Tom Brady has been. Red hot last game struggled the game before that and then he was good the game before that one so he destroyed the Panthers got destroyed by the Saints and looked good against the Giants close game, still looked decent though I'm going to go with the Rams in this game because I think their defense is too strong I think they got a really good unit I think they've to style Tom Brady and the Rams have a decent offense as well That's all for the picks today. I'm going to recap them all quick. So we got on Thursday night, I'm taking the Cardinals over the Seahawks. And then Sunday, I'm taking the Saints over the Falcons, Packers over the Colts, Bengals over Washington, Steelers over the Jaguars, Patriots over the Texans, Browns over the Eagles, Ravens over the Titans, Chargers over the Jets, Dolphins over the Broncos, Vikings over the Cowboys, Chiefs over the Raiders, And then on Monday, I had the Rams over the Buccaneers. That's all for the podcast today, guys. Thank you for listening. Please subscribe to whatever platform you're listening to this thing on. Rate, review, subscribe, share it, all that good stuff. Thanks for listening, guys. See you later.